And hello, my friends. A very Merry Christmas to all of you. I hope this holiday season is treating you well. Additionally, I want to wish my listeners who are not of the Christian faith a joyous season of celebration of your own beliefs during this winter. May the love of this season help mend those of us with traumatic memories and relationships. And may the universe help you find peace and understanding of those who have wronged you. To those without much human contact during this emotional time, you are not alone. There is an entire community, although mostly spread out and silent, that also feels many of the same emotions that are brought up during this time of year. You are all a part of my heart, and although we may not actually personally know each other, I am thankful that you are with me, and I wish only the very best for you as the Christmas season wanes. I do love to talk to you if you folks ever feel like dropping me a comment or a question you can reach me at an older gay guy show at gmail.com. I do respond to everyone. Sometimes it takes me a little bit, but I promise I will get back to you. And some of you, like Henry, <laughs> I talk to on almost a daily basis. So please do reach out and talk to me if you desire, because I would love to hear from you. And Please remember, I'm doing live shows on Christmas Day, which is just a mere four days away. I will be doing 45-minute live shows on Christmas Day for those of you who are alone for whatever reason and those that just need a break from the stresses of celebrations with family and friends. The shows will be at 4 o'clock p.m. and 8 o'clock p.m. Those times are Eastern Standard Time. That would be the time in New York and all the East Coast of the United States, if you're from another country and are not familiar. A breakdown of what I will be doing in each of the shows is posted on an Older Gay Guy Show's Facebook page right now. There is also a description of each of the shows on an Older Gay Guy Show's YouTube channel. Just look under the Live tab that appears on the main page of the YouTube channel. You can set a reminder to make sure you don't miss one of the shows. Just go to that Live tab on the YouTube channel and click Notify Me in the one and only posting that you will see under this live tab on the YouTube channel. I strongly suggest you set the reminder because you will be potentially crazy busy on that day and the reminder will set the 4 o'clock goes. Today is the conclusion of my two-part Christmas 2023 episodes. Part 1 was some romantic Christmas jazz piano for use during any of your holiday parties. 
I hope it has been enjoyable for you. In this conclusion, I offer a story time that is a unique telling of the Scrooge story, which is my very personal favorite story of all time. I think perhaps I love it so much because it is a story of redemption. I can only suspect it's because I've tried my entire adult life to redeem myself from my selfish, narcissistic childhood. Well, (laughs) that's my armchair psychology in use. So perhaps find a quiet, snowy night to cuddle yourself or someone special near a roaring fire while imbibing spirits. Not the kind of spirits within this tale, but rather the spirits that warm the heart, mind, and body as you relax with my words. I am Joey Hernandez, and you are listening to Storytime, Christmas 2023, Part 2, The Redemption of Ebenezer Scrooge, the Season 8 penultimate episode of an older gay guy show. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at pride48.com. The Redemption of Ebenezer Scrooge Once upon a time, In the heart of Victorian London, there lived a man named Ebenezer Scrooge. He was a miserly old man, a name synonymous with greed, and he was the embodiment of all that was cold and heartless in the world. His story is one of transformation, a tale of redemption, that has warmed the hearts of countless generations. Ebenezer Scrooge had not always been this way. In his youth, he was a different man, filled with dreams and aspirations. He had once been a kind-hearted and cheerful young man who worked as an apprentice in a counting house. He was full of life, love, and the promise of a bright future. But as often happens in life, the weight of the world pressed down on him, and his heart grew cold and detached. Scrooge's transformation into a miserly old man began when he was jilted by the love of his life, Belle. They had been deeply in love, planning to marry and build a life together. However, as Scrooge became more consumed by his obsession with wealth, he neglected his relationship with Belle. He ignored her pleas to spend more time with her and to focus on the love they once shared. In the end... Bell could no longer bear to be second in his life to his pursuit of riches. She broke off their engagement 
and married another man, leaving Scrooge heartbroken and bitter. As the years passed, Scrooge buried his pain in the pursuit of wealth. He established his own business, a money-lending and financial services firm. He became known for his ruthless business practices, lending money at exorbitant interest rates and showing no mercy to those who couldn't repay their debts. Scrooge grew wealthier and wealthier, but his heart grew colder and colder. His only partner in life was his business partner, Jacob Marley. Marley was as miserly and heartless as Scrooge, and they made the perfect pair. They shared a joyless existence, counting their money and keeping to themselves, alienated from the world and its suffering. One fateful Christmas Eve, the story of Scrooge takes a dramatic turn. As Scrooge returns to his dark and gloomy home, he is startled to hear the ghostly sound of chains dragging across the floor. He freezes in fear as the ghost of Jacob Marley materializes before him. Marley, now a specter doomed to wander the earth in eternal torment, is bound in chains made of the heavy boxes and ledgers that represent their life's greed. Scrooge, Marley moaned. I am cursed to wander the earth in eternal misery, weighted down by the chains of my avarice and greed. I have come to warn you that you are headed down the same path. And unless you change your ways, you will suffer the same fate as I. Scrooge is terrified by the apparition and the message it bears. He refuses to believe what he is seeing and dismisses it as a hallucination brought on by a piece of undigested potato. Marley, however, is relentless in his mission to save his former partner from a similar fate. He informs Scrooge that he will be visited by three spirits that night, each one holding the key to his redemption. The first spirit appears promptly at one o'clock. It is the ghost of Christmas past, a warm and comforting presence. The spirit takes Scrooge on a journey through his own past, showing him scenes from his youth, his time with Belle, and the choices that led him to his current state. 
Scrooge is overcome with nostalgia and remorse as he witnesses the love and happiness he once had, but threw away in pursuit of wealth. The ghost of Christmas past then takes Scrooge to a scene from his early career when he was a young man working under the wise and benevolent Fezziwig. Fezziwig's kindness and generosity towards his employees stand in stark contrast to Scrooge's own heartless management. Scrooge is deeply moved by the memory, and the spirit asks him, Do you not remember the joy and warmth of these moments, Ebenezer? Tears well up in Scrooge's eyes as he acknowledges the truth. I do remember, he whispers, and I regret the choices I've made. The spirit continues to guide Scrooge through the memories of his past, showing him the joy of Christmas celebrations he had long forgotten. The night becomes a whirlwind of emotions for Scrooge as he relives both the joy and the pain of his past. As the ghost of Christmas past vanishes, Scrooge is left with a heavy heart and a newfound longing for the happiness he once knew. Soon after, the second spirit, the ghost of Christmas present, appears. This spirit is jovial and filled with life, showing Scrooge the world outside on this very Christmas Eve. They visit the humble home of Bob Cratchit, Scrooge's underpaid and overworked employee. Despite their poverty, the Cratchit family radiates warmth and love, celebrating Christmas with what little they have. Scrooge is particularly touched by the youngest Cratchit, Tiny Tim, a fragile and crippled boy with a heart as big as the world. The spirit reveals to Scrooge that, without intervention, Tiny Tim will not survive the year due to his family's dire financial situation. Scrooge is overcome with grief at the thought of Tiny Tim's death and asks the spirit, Are these the shadows of things that will be? Or are they the shadows of things that may be? The spirit replies, They are the shadows of things that may be, Ebenezer, if only you change your ways. Scrooge is moved to his core as he witnesses the suffering of those around him. He begins to understand the true meaning of Christmas, a season of compassion, love, and giving. He feels a deep desire to help the Cratchit family and to be a better, more generous person. 
The spirit also takes Scrooge to the homes of his nephew, Fred, and others who are celebrating Christmas with joy and merriment. Scrooge realizes the joy he has been missing in his own life and how he has isolated himself from the warmth of human connection. He longs to be a part of these gatherings and to make amends for his past actions. As the night progresses, the spirit ages rapidly, withering before Scrooge's eyes. It tells Scrooge that its time on earth is coming to an end. Just before it vanishes, Scrooge begs, Spirit, Spirit, tell me, will Tiny Tim live? The spirit's voice fades away as it replies, I see a vacant seat in the poor chimney corner and a crutch without an owner, carefully preserved. If these shadows remain unaltered by the future, the child will die. With those words, the spirit vanishes, leaving Scrooge alone in his darkened room, filled with a renewed sense of urgency and purpose. The clock strikes three, and the room grows colder and darker. Just as Scrooge begins to fear the return of Marley's ghostly warning, a third and final spirit appears. This one is the ghost of Christmas yet to come, often referred to as the ghost of Christmas future. This spirit is a shadowy and silent figure shrouded in darkness. It does not speak, but instead communicates through its ominous actions. The spirit shows Scrooge a series of scenes that fills him with dread. He witnesses a group of businessmen discussing a death, unaware that they are speaking of his own passing. He sees a family rejoicing in the death of an unknown man, happy to be free of his debts. Scrooge is horrified to discover that these scenes are all connected to him. He realizes that he is the man whose death is being celebrated, and he is deeply disturbed by the lack of grief or sympathy for his passing. The spirit then takes Scrooge to the Cratchit household, where the family is grieving the loss of Tiny Tim. Scrooge is overwhelmed with grief, blaming himself for the child's death. He is haunted by the image of Tiny Tim's empty chair and crutch, knowing that he could have made a difference in the boy's life. As the night goes on, the spirit leads Scrooge to a dark and desolate graveyard. There, Scrooge sees a gravestone with his own name on it. 
The realization that he will die alone and unloved fills him with terror and regret. He falls to his knees, begging for a chance to change his fate. Please, spirit, he pleads. I am not the man I was. I will honor Christmas in my heart and try to keep it all the year. I will live in the past, the present, and the future. The spirits of all three shall strive within me. I will not shut out the lessons that they teach. Tell me, tell me that I can change these things. Tell me I can avoid this future. The spirit does not respond, but points towards the grave with a bony skeletal hand. Scrooge is left alone in the graveyard, trebling with fear and uncertainty. He realizes that the future he has seen is not set in stone, and he has the power to alter his own destiny. With a newfound determination, Scrooge pleads with the spirit for a chance to make amends for his past actions and avoid the grim fate that awaits him. As the first light of dawn breaks, the spirit slowly fades away, leaving Scrooge alone with the promise of a second chance. Overwhelmed with emotion, Scrooge rushes back to his bedroom and falls to his knees, praying for forgiveness and redemption. He promises to change his ways and to embrace the spirit of Christmas with all his heart. He pleads for the chance to make things right and to save Tiny Tim's life. As Scrooge finishes his prayer, he suddenly realizes that he is still alive and he has been given a second chance. Overwhelmed with joy, he rushes to the window and sees people in the street. He asks a young boy to fetch a turkey and to deliver it to the Cratchit family. He then donates a generous sum of money to charity, vowing to help those in need. Scrooge's transformation from a miserly old man to a benevolent and compassionate soul is nothing short of miraculous. He dresses himself in his best clothes and ventures out into the streets, greeting people with a newfound warmth and generosity. He visits his nephew Fred's home and is welcomed with open arms, joining in the Christmas celebration with a heart full of joy. Scrooge's presence and change of heart touch the hearts of everyone he meets. But the most significant change comes when he visits the Cratchit family. He arrives with a Christmas turkey and presents, tears streaming down his face. 
He apologizes to Bob Cratchit for his past treatment and promises to raise his salary, ensuring that Tiny Tim will receive the medical care he needs. The Cratchit family is overwhelmed with gratitude, and Tiny Tim's eyes sparkle with newfound hope. As Christmas Day comes to an end, Scrooge reflects on the miraculous events of the night. He knows that he has been given a second chance at life, and he is determined to honor the spirit of Christmas every day, not just on one special night. He becomes a beloved and respected member of the community, known for his generosity and kindness. Year by year, Scrooge continues to live up to his promise to keep the spirit of Christmas in his heart. He becomes like a second father to Tiny Tim, who grows strong and healthy. Scrooge is known for his cheerful disposition, his acts of charity, and his love for his fellow human beings. As the years pass, Ebenezer Scrooge's life is a testament to the power of redemption and the enduring spirit of Christmas. And on each Christmas day, he raises a glass to the memory of Jacob Marley, the spirits of Christmas past, present, and future, and to the beloved nephew he has finally embraced. With a heart full of gratitude, he toasts the true meaning of Christmas and the boundless capacity for change that lies within every one of us. Man, I love that story. You know, Paco and I finally went to the North Shore Music Theater's annual production of A Christmas Carol with a renowned local actor as Scrooge. He has done it over the course of about 25 years, and it was great to see him before he retires from the role. So guys, I hope you enjoyed this version that I had AI create. I asked for an emotional telling of the tale, and I think it came out nice. So, one final episode to finish my eighth season, and that shall be next week and be my New Year's show that will be out next Thursday, December 28th. And that show shall be my look back at everything I did in 2023, both the good and the bad. And then a few things I want to work towards in 2024. I think a year-end review of life is something that's especially beneficial to understand what worked this past year in advancing life towards our ultimate goals, and specifically what did not work and can use some improvement in the coming year. I've done this on New Year's for as long as I can remember, so please join me for the Season 8 conclusion on December 28th. Meanwhile, this is Joey Hernandez. Thank you for being with me and listening to today's story time.
Big hugs to all of you, and as Tiny Tim would say, and to all, a good night.